The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome to it. How about that? A little heart for you on Valentine's Day weekend in case you missed the correlation there. It is the Pinpoint Health Show. We are ready to go. We hope you are as well. PinpointHealth.ca to reach out to Dr. Lou anytime. one 855 Lou D-R-L-O-U. But here and now, please take the time to call in with your uh, your health concerns. Uh, that's why the show is live. That's why we're uh, we're doing it at 11.05. So you got plenty of time just getting the hour kicked off here. 416 870 6400 what is happening my brother hey john i'm good how are you i am awesome and ready to uh ready to do this today what do you got in mind off the hop that's great uh i i like to really start the show uh, as you do reminding people you mentioned one thing there the reason why we do the show is to to answer some calls it's uh it's the best part about it in terms of trying to help people navigate um their health their pain and injury questions and i'm happy to do it um, the the one eight five 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 Doctor Lou uh, number is is always available for that. People can feel free um, to call in or send emails to info at Pinpoint Health, um, and and that really is the point of the show. Um, in terms of giving people uh, some advice, one of the things that um, I think would really be important to go through today. Um, I was asked. This is an interesting question because somebody asked me. Um, and I thought it would be a good topic for the show. What are the top two or three exercises um, that you should avoid at a gym or or when you're wow. doing, you know, training or whatever in terms of, of musculoskeletal health? And, and, you know, it took me sort of – it took me a second, and I sat there, and I thought, and I said, well, I don't actually think you ever have to avoid anything, but you probably have to avoid anything that you do wrong and that you don't do within the function that's available for your body. And that's a very important thing. Um, One of the things that will often happen in the fitness world is that people are doing things because they've watched a video or someone is telling them to do something. And the reality is not all of our bodies are the same, John. They're, in fact, every, every single body is different. And really, you need to work within what the reality of your body and your capacity and your function is. And so, you know, the idea and, and one of the, you know, some of the key exercises or the classic exercises that will be brought up to avoid are things like deadlifts, squats, overhead pressing, this type of stuff. Now, you know, taking into consideration. Now, let's take the example of an overhead press. Um, you know, if you if you're somebody that has uh, any type of spinal problem uh, that's happening, or you know, potentially say something like osteoporosis. Yeah, th- there's probably a reason why you would want to avoid that. But would I say that everybody should avoid an overhead press? No, not at all. I think so long as it's carried out in, in a proper way, in a functional way. That, that that's a good thing that it, it, it it's a it's a movement that uh will help you get stronger and and it's a functional movement the one thing that i tried to explain to this person was there's a lot of movements out there when you actually stop and think about them they're not actually functional movements they're not things you would do in day-to-day life and i think right. that is really something that you know if you're not actually going to use that movement ever uh, but you're going to apply weight or resistance to that movement and our bodies aren't designed for it, then yeah, that could potentially lead to injury. But, you know, then we go into, you know, probably the most 
notorious uh, type of exercise that everyone says you shouldn't do is squatting. But when you actually stop and think about it, a squat is almost essential for everything you do in life. Hundred percent. Right? Um, yeah. You know, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna go sit into a chair, you're actually gonna start that by squatting. Um, it, when you're picking things up, you should be squatting if you're gonna pick it up and not bending at your back. And so I don't think squats are inherently bad for us to do. I think it all comes down to proper function, uh, proper mechanics. And those mechanics need to be in reality with what your body type is. Not everybody is the same. And one of the examples that I gave to this individual is if you've got someone who's got very flat feet, if you look at someone when they've got very flat feet and they stand there, they sort of become knock-kneed because their knees will fall through. So that person really needs to make sure that they have a wider base of support, that they're trying to roll their knees out, and then they can go into a squat. So there's there's a progression there where they really have to think about it. And and if they do, and they do it the right way, then there's no concern. The problem is, is if you're not thinking about those things and you just go into it and you're thinking about the overall global thing, like, oh, I'm going to do a squat without breaking it down into its most uh, specific components. And I think that that's a really important thing, which sort of takes me into this other uh, topic. And the reason why this came up is I think, you know, John, as you know, and I've mentioned on the show right now, we've just launched uh, a a pinpoint performance and wellness center in Woodbridge at Islington and Rutherford. And this is very much designed for this. This is next level, you know, really wanted wanting to take yourself to the most optimal function that you can get out of your body. And these are the types of things that my team is doing there is how do we get someone functioning optimally? And these were the the conversations that we were having where we're thinking through this stuff and we're meshing the fitness world with with health. And that's really, really important when you're doing this stuff because so many people will go to gyms and and not now, obviously, but, you know, when we finally can go Eventually. back to gyms. Uh, yeah, people will go to gyms and, and you just sort of do that. And, you know, the worst thing you could do, John, is like, and you can appreciate this, is like just watch someone else and learn from that. And it's like, okay, I guess what they did is they picked the bar up, they brought it down yeah. to their chest and they pressed it up. You know, get some advice. Get some professional advice when you're doing this stuff because that's really how injuries happen. Um, And it's really important that you work within what is the reality of your body. And when you're dealing with someone specifically, you'll be able to figure out what are the things that you should do and what are the things that you should avoid. So I guess in overall, my point is this. There are no bad exercises out there. There's nothing that's inherently bad that the whole population should avoid. Are there exercises that are probably not good for certain individuals and those individuals should avoid them? Yes, absolutely. But that's individualized. It really comes down to who you are, what your function is, what you can do, your movement patterns, and then building on that. And, you know, the beauty about this is is even if you are one of those individuals, that doesn't mean you'll never be able to do that exercise because that's what progression is all about. We can find a way to start someone in those exercises and progress them through so that they're finally getting to be able to do that exercise that you know could potentially have a lot of benefit for whatever their goals might be. Um, and, and, and that's really important when it comes to uh, care for uh, athletes and, and, and people like that when we're providing their pain and injury um, treatments is, is really the performance aspect of it. But again, not just, it's not just high-end athletes that need performance um, and wellness. It's, it's the average person. People, I think a lot of people out there would love to be functioning at what their optimal capacity is. And so that's a reality for everybody. 
You know, it's interesting too because you brought up the you brought up squatting, which is you know it, it's such a basic human movement. I mean, we squat to forge things off the ground. We have since the beginning of time. It's just a very functional movement for us. That's why we're built for it. But at the same time, performing the squat, to your point, I mean, it's it's a multi-joint movement, and there's so much there's so much that needs to be taken into consideration. You look at you and I are squatting beside each other, completely different body dynamics, the two of us, different limb length, different you know, different spines. You know, we may have have different interest, um, injuries, and 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 you'll say to to the point of your performance clinic. I mean, there's there's the function of your feet, the spacing, the using of the glutes to get up out of the squat. There's a strong core. You need a strong upper back to support the bar. It's not just bending down and, and getting back up. So there's a lot to it. To your point, even though it's, it's such a basic human movement, right? Yeah, and you know what? You actually did an amazing job there breaking down those components. I, I think you did a better job than I did, in all honesty, in terms of taking it in that progression, and that's what I meant. So let's say you're one of those individuals that, you know, it might not be right for you to do a squat right now because you're missing those elements like you've highlighted, whether it's your upper back strength in order just to hold the, the bar or whether it's your glute strength in order to get in and out of that hip movement or whatever it may be. That That's what our job really becomes is how how do we look for that? And, you know, when you look at in terms of, um, you know, things like one of the biggest goals that a lot of people have is weight loss. Right. And and one of the things that I think is a big downfall in weight loss is that people think that, you know, if they just diet and just do a bunch of cardio, that they'll lose weight. And, and really, there's probably a lot of people listening right now that have tried that and it doesn't work. But the minute that you throw in resistance training, um, it, things change because as you build muscle mass, that muscle mass is going to help you to burn calories even when you're not working out. And certain big movements like squatting and deadlifting and pressing, those things work so many muscles at one time that the impact of that is tremendous, right? Like everybody pictures working out as being a bicep curl, but it's the most minimalistic thing, right? Where, where you're doing a bicep curl, you're only isolating one muscle group that's very, very small. But when you start isolating things like your legs, your core, your back, your chest, these big muscle groups, that's really when you're going to, you know, beef up in that muscle capacity. And as that happens, you're going to start to see that difference with weight loss. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because people want that. It's that dichotomy of people want to lose weight and, you know, and, and get on the scale and have the number go down. But at the same time, they want to get big and strong. Those two are kind of, they're loggerheads of each other. I mean, if you look at any Olympic weightlifter, they're not skinny. And there's a reason for that, because they need that extra weight to move the strength. They're healthy, but they just need some extra strength at the core to, uh, to get that weight happening. So it's, you know, again, to, to your point, the performance clinic, before you really start getting serious, I think, with any of this stuff, uh, I mean, you can, you know, you can walk around the gym and, and see what see what other people are doing but to avoid injury if you're going to get somewhat serious about this stuff especially with multi-joint movements like you just mentioned you got to reach out to you guys i'm i mean i'm going to do it everybody needs a refresher and can always learn something new right yeah, and, and that really was the one of like the genesis for this too is we get so many people that we help to get better, but they're better and they're like, you know, they might be in, in some type of acute pain and then they're better. And then they really, you know, they have other goals where it's like, yeah, but you know, I, I used to run marathons and I want to get mm -hmm. back to that, but this knee problem, I'm afraid of it or I don't know what to do. And and you know, instead of leaving it up and saying, like, okay, well, you know, try to do this, try to do that without any guidance, that's really what this performance center is for for individuals that want to take it to the next level that really want to work on that specific function of their body 
Let's take a short break, and uh, we'll leave the phone lines open for you. have questions about this or anything else with your health, bring it on, 416-870-6400, pinpointhealth.ca is the website to log on and uh, check out what we've been talking about so far as far as uh, Dr. Lou's clinics are concerned, and we'll continue. Pinpoint Health Show right here, Global News Radio. 1120, welcome back. Pinpoint Health Show, pinpointhealth.ca. And reach out to Dr. Lou after the show, one 55 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U. And uh, the Lou Down, the long-form podcast. You can catch up on those anytime uh, at your leisure. And uh, right here and now, though, uh, some concerns you have them. Bring them on, pain concerns or otherwise, 416-870-6400 is the number you want to use. Still got lots of time at 1121. Go ahead, Bell. Yeah, John. Um, so, I mean, that, that we started the show talking about the performance center. Another thing that I that I think uh, that I want to bring up today, and this is, you know, one of the things that I've consistently said on this show, and it's not just for people that listen to me on the show, but even those people that come to one of the clinics, like. I'm open to hearing feedback on what we could always do better I, or, or what, you know, maybe someone perceives has gone wrong or whatever it may be. And at the beginning of last week, uh, I had a very interesting issue that happened. And, and, I, and I think it all worked out in the end, and I'll share the story um, because I think it just highlights, um, you know, what com- the importance of communication, that when you can have a discussion, the things that can happen. So... Someone called uh, the 1855 number and wanted uh, my opinion on some imaging that they had um, and wanted to seek treatment. And there is a fee for my assessment. Uh, it's $100. Uh, it's a pretty comprehensive assessment. In fact, uh, it's, it's, with, it's below industry standard in terms of uh, the pricing and things like that. It takes about an hour. Uh, I spend a lot of time with people. Um, and this individual, I guess there was a misunderstanding between this person and, and the administrator who took the call in terms of him just wanting to sort of speak casually to me and and get my advice now one of the things um and and my administrator said you know you've you've got to see him in order to get an actual medical opinion there's no way that that can be provided over the phone and so uh, this person sent an email um and they weren't very happy and, and they said some things that you know were concerning in terms of how they felt the uh, pinpoint health operated and things like that and so I reached out to this person and 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 I had a conversation with them and you know we sort of went back and forth but by the end I, I was able to help this person and, th- and this is the the point I'm trying to make is not to get into the nitty-gritty of the story but really the importance of why communication is key and I was able to help this person in terms of navigating what they sort of needed just with the simple phone call. Um, And this person actually was kind enough um, to, uh, although I I just, you know, it was just a quick two or three minutes on the phone in terms of trying to help them with their problem. They actually made a a $100 donation to, to heart and stroke on my behalf. Um, And, and it was really incredible, right? Like, and and it really showed me, and that's really the way I try to run my company is in terms of like, Hey, if there's a problem, you know, number one, it's probably not on purpose, whatever happened or whatever misunderstanding there is, it's probably just that a misunderstanding, a lack of communication or a breakdown of communication. And my, my theory on these things is always try to work with people, try to, to see what's going on because you know, it's, it's not worth the bad reputation. And genuinely I do this show and there, and part of the 
issue with what this person was saying was that they called into question why I do this show um, and and that it was more trying to be an a, you know big infomercial and advertisement and I could tell you it really isn't like I genuinely do this show because I really believe it's important to give people uh, as much information about their health as possible. Um, Obviously, no doubt there's an advertising component in it. I'm on the radio. People are listening so that I'm not I'm not trying to be naive or, or, or lie or anything. But I really try to provide the content that I provide on the show. I really try to make it as useful as possible for the listeners, whether they come see me or not. And I would probably think that the vast majority of listeners, not I think, I know, have not come to see me. And we get calls all the time, John, that people who say, oh, I've been listening to you for years, but they've never come to see me. So mm-hmm. it, it really is for that. It's, it's that is the primary objective of this show is to pro- to provide content around healthcare, specifically things related to pain and injury. But then with this person, we were able to have this nice conversation. Um, and, and, you know, just the fact that they made that hundred dollar donation and they said they would write a nice review about me and that, you know, I had restored sort of their hope in term in, in terms of me and, and the company nice. was really important to me. And, and that, is the level of transparency that I want. And I bring this up, number one, to give the story, but number two, that you can call me with this, whatever it may be. You know, that that phone line is open. An administrator will take that call. They'll get it to me, and I will call you. I'll call you personally, I promise. And we'll work through whatever the problem was or whatever issue that you may have had. I don't think that there's many. I think we, we run a pretty tight ship, and we do a good job. But, you know, we, we are humans, uh, and we any of us can really make mistakes. And so I think it's really important that if people feel that, you know, instead of just jumping to writing a negative review, which is sort of the culture we live in right now, yeah. give us a chance. Give, give us a chance, right? Give us a chance to see if there's something that, you know, we could have, we could do to, to be better or whatever, you know, and sometimes it might just be a pure mistake on our end where we were absolutely wrong and, you know, we'll apologize and, and say sorry. And, but again, in my experience, most of this stuff is just miscommunication or a breakdown of communication. And and if that person is listening, because he mentioned that he listens often to the show, I, I did really appreciate um, the the donation that was made on my behalf. I thought that was extremely kind, um, and it was really touching. It, it really gave me, again, uh, that sort of, it's those things on why I do this show. So I, I really want to thank that person um, for doing that. And it was, it was really, really kind and, and it meant a lot to me. Um, and I think it's an, it's a very nice act of generosity and probably we could use a, not just generosity towards me, but generosity, more generosity in the world. So anyways, if you're someone that has seen me or heard me or come to the clinic, seen somebody else, uh, any issues, whatever it may be, feel free to give us a call. Um, I, I'm happy to talk about it at any point and, and, and make sure that we get, you know, our, our goal is customer service. It's, it's providing the best patient care as possible. Uh, and, and that's really what we're striving for at all times. You know, and it's it's to reach out, by the way, one eight five 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 doctor Lou. That's the number we're talking about or info at pinpointhealth.ca for, for an email. And to the point of it, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you're just advertising on the radio. If that was true, we wouldn't have open phone lines ready to take phone calls. We'd simply just let ads run and be done with it. But that's that's the whole point of the show is to reach out and help people live, which we are, by the way, 1127 on uh, Saturday morning. Still got lots of time, 416-870-6400. About that clinic, now it's now that you piqued my interest up at uh, Islington, right? In, uh, Islington, yeah, Islington and Rutherford. Rutherford. Rutherford, rather, yeah. Um, you could be your average Joe or you could be an athlete to come there. Yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. It, and and we can take the average Joe into becoming sort of that urban athlete, right? Like that's the the re- the really important thing of that journey too, right? It's not it's not for no one, and and it really is specific to what your goals are, right? Our team of healthcare professionals and trainers are going to be there to help you with whatever your goal may be, right? Like for some people, it might just be that they you know want to run a marathon one time. For other people, um, you know, the, they might be uh, a junior elite athlete or striving to become you know an amateur or professional or something like that. Whatever, and and it really is designed for for everybody and. Uh, uh, it already had a history, and and we've come in and and we've sort of provided the healthcare side and and revamped things. Um, and so a lot of the people that were already there are already utilizing the service, and and everybody's very very happy thus far. And and it's I think an incredible thing for uh, Pinpoint Health for the brand to have something like this where we can you know that that's one of the things that's so amazing. Again, I said incredibly biased. This is the point where I'm advertising, I guess. But, um, you know, with Pinpoint Health, where, you know, some of our clinics are very much, you know, the, you know, walk-in clinic type of setting where uh, someone needs to see a walk-in doctor and then they come to the physio rehab because they have low-level pain or something, whatever it may be. Um, And then all the way to specialized services like PRP injections, bracing um, to uh, other things. And now this performance center, which is unique in what we do, we've always incorporated um, training, but not in a facility like this where you have where we have the extensive equipment that we have to really do these things and and build somebody's body up to where they want it to be and what their goals are. So, you know, if you're living in that area, um, it might be worthwhile to give me a call and just find out more about what we're offering there. Um, And you see if it can become part of your your health plan. Never mind living in the area, man. I'm heading up there for sure. I need all the help I can get. But uh, you know, it's 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 a, the timing. I think is is really key on this too, because a lot of people they can't now simple. I mean, you know, uh, New Year's resolution or notwithstanding, but they can't just simply say, you know what, this is going to be the week that I'm going to start lifting weights and working out. And they head over to a gym, they buy a membership, and then they uh, they lose interest or they hurt themselves uh, shortly after starting, and then they never go back. This way, you can't go to a gym right now. So what better way to get yourself tuned up ahead of time, learn how to do what, yeah. you, what you want to achieve at your clinic, at this performance clinic, and I'll see you there, by the way. And then once the gym's open, if they hurry up with that, you will be able to uh, hit the ground running. You know what I mean? Because you'll have the knowledge and the, and the physical know-how to get started on achieving whatever goal it is you want to achieve. absolutely and the other thing here is even with the covid19 restrictions this is a healthcare service so this is yeah. this is deemed to be essential this is not something where it can't happen or doesn't happen it's happening right now we're 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 training people there and we're we're uh uh you know, providing that fitness, the fitness aspect of, of health services. Um, so, so it, it's, it's even sort of good from that point, especially for people, um, who want to be involved in that. And then, you know, I'm, 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 I guess hopeful that, you know, most gyms will start to reopen in some type of phased approach just for, you know, getting people back to, to doing activities and being as health as possible, uh, as healthy as possible, I think is a really important thing. Um, but yeah, that, that's one of the advantages of, of this performance center as well. We got a few minutes before we got to take a break. Couple, where do you want to take it, pal? Before we uh, line up some phone calls. 
Yeah, one of the other interesting um, things that we've worked on in the last few months and I've spoken about um, over the last few months is the genomic testing. And I, there's lots of traction and interest that we're getting with that. Um, so I'll bring it up again for anybody who sort of is interested. This is, I'll start by saying that this is not like an ancestry test. Like this isn't determining, you know, where your ancestors come from in terms of ethnicity, culture, things like that. Um, this is actually your your genomics, it's four broad categories, um, mood and behavior, um, cardiovascular health, uh, methylation, and finally, uh, metabolism. And, and looking at specific genes within each of those, this is not, you know, by any means, all of your genetic profile that, you know, 100% about everything you are, but it's a comprehensive report in those four sections based on the scientific literature on which genes mean what things. Um, and if you're looking to sort of find out more about yourself and navigate your wellness, and this is the other thing, this is very much a wellness type of thing that you want to do. This doesn't isn't necessarily a, specifically a treatment intervention or a diagnostic tool uh, per se. It might help to serve to, to as a diagnostic tool in some way in certain instances, but that you know is going to be based on mine or whoever's referring the clinical judgment but the majority of what we're doing this for is just wellness people who want to find things out and one of the key examples that i've been speaking about which i think hits home um with a lot of people is you know let's take the example of diet plans or, or what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat and we can sort of separate these things into two big broad categories where you look at um the diets that are high in carbohydrates such as a vegetarian diet um, or vegan diet. I guess that's our break. Let, let's hold that thought, and, and we'll get to that after the break. You bet. We'll pick it up, and that gives you some time to grab a phone as well. You have concerns about your health. That's, uh, again, why we do the show every week. Phone lines are open. We're live. Bring it on. 416-870-6400. Pinpoint Health Show, Global News Radio. And welcome back, Pinpoint Health Show. Good to have you along. It is 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400. you have any questions uh, for the remainder of our time here this morning at uh, 1137, so you still got uh, still got quite a bit of time, you can email uh, info at pinpointhealth.ca and simply the website pinpointhealth.ca to find clinics that are operational, open, and functioning near you, and including the performance clinic at uh, Islington and Rutherford, which is completely completely piqued my interest brother that sounds uh that sounds fantastic as well thanks john yeah we've got quiet phone lines today i guess everybody's yeah. feeling well and, and doing well which i guess is a good thing it's funny every time someone comes into the clinic and i introduce myself i always um ask them how they're doing and, and literally every, almost 95 percent of people say well the same line like well if i was good i wouldn't be here to see you <laughs> so that's the only negative part of my job is nobody's sort of happy to see me but uh um you know but then we have a good laugh and and by the end of it you know i i try to give people um, the advice that they need and, sure. and get them sort of going anyways. But um, before the break, we were sort of talking about the genomics and I brought up the point of, you know, the example of um, why something like this, like why a test like this might be important. And I was going to give the example of, you know, take somebody um, with a goal of, say, trying to lose weight. And you know, they're, they're fluctuating between diets. You, you, you'll read some stuff that says, well, if you want to lose weight, you should be on a vegetarian or vegan diet, which is a higher carb diet and, and has lower amounts of fat and proteins. Um, versus you'll read other things that will say, well, no, you should actually be on a high 
protein, high fat diet, like a keto diet, um, and minimize the carbs as much as possible. And, you know, you'll hear people on both sides, you'll, you'll find some cases of people who did the diet, and it was tremendous or, or, or chose that lifestyle instead of, of a diet. And, you know, they've lost all kinds of weight. And then other people say, I tried it, it didn't work for me. Um, and they yo yo back and forth, and they never really stick to something. And, and there's more than just these two. But I'm, I'm using these two as an example to sort of highlight something. Within this genomic testing, one of the things we can look at two different genes, and those genes will tell us how you metabolize um, both carbohydrates and fats and whether it will promote weight gain with you um, in your body. And that's under the metabolism report. So this is a really interesting gene, right? So as an example, and I keep using my case because it's mine and I could share it. Um, when I was able to do my genomic testing, uh, I was able to find out. So uh, carbohydrate consumption for me will promote weight gain. Now, it's important to remember that we think of carbohydrates as just breads, and pastas, as an example, right? But it's much more than that. You know, most vegetables, fruits, um, whole grains, oats, all of these things are actually quite high in carbohydrates. And and that's why, you know, the, the vegetarian or vegan diets are going to be high in that because um, you're eliminating most of the, the meat and the fats. And then, you know, my in my genomic profile, fat consumption and doesn't promote weight gain for me. And so this was a really important thing for me to find out because I don't have to guess. I don't have to fluctuate. I too have been sort of a victim of trying to think, well, I wonder what's better, right? Like I wonder what would be better in terms of this goal. And you fluctuate back and forth between the two. And, you know, I've met people who have gone vegetarian. They've lost all kinds of weight. And I've tried to go completely plant-based at times. Um, and it's never worked. And to no surprise, right? My genomics don't really call for that. Um, they call for much more of a high-protein, high-fat diet. Um, you know, an example being, say, a Mediterranean diet, right? A lot of the the things that, the healthy things that would be high in fats and proteins, um, cheeses, olives, nuts, uh, fish, meat, all these things. And that's a really important thing that I was able to find out in this genomic testing. And, and that's just an example of two genes. There's a total of, I think, probably 50 or 60 genes that, that are looked at that give us uh, an indication of so many different things about your health. It, it will tell you like, you know, what genotype or what variation of the gene for say uh, coronary artery disease you might have. Right. And that might be really important, right? Because you might, I think of myself again, using my example, I have a family history of these things. I have a lot of you know, my, my grandparents, my dad, uh, my uncles, my aunts uh, have all passed away as a result of things like diabetes, heart and heart and stroke uh, problems. And so for me, that's a big concern. And, and I was able to find out that, you know, from a diabetic perspective, I'm actually genomically uh, quite good. I, I can my levels of insulin are good. They work well uh, versus um coronary artery disease, I'm at a high risk. And so what does that tell me? Uh, the lifestyle changes that I can make with that is I do need to make sure that I'm still doing my cardiovascular exercise, right? Making sure that I'm working on that aspect and that I'm not just, say, focusing on just resistance training. Since I'm at increased risk for cardiovascular uh, events, I want to make sure that my cardiovascular health is up to par, that it is where it should be. So these are the types of wellness things that you can get out of this report and and make these changes. And, and you know, for anyone who wants to find out more about that, again, just give us a call. I'm happy to go through it. A lot of people probably have questions as it relates to their specific um, health, and that's fine. I'm happy to answer 
those questions as it relates specifically to your health. Um, a lot of people think this is diagnostic. Again, it may help in certain cases, depending on what we're talking about. It might help in in some type of, you know, diagnostic picture. It's not going to be fully comprehensive in that sense, uh, but it is much more for overall wellness, right? So for if you're, again, somebody who's looking for what else can you do to really find uh, where you can be as well as possible, this is something because then you can eliminate a lot of the guessing game. You can figure out what your genetics are and what the right things are for your body. Another big thing in this is um, availability of different vitamins and how you use them in your body and whether they're bioavailable or not. And that might you know, make it easier for you to make a choice on which vitamins you should or should not be taking. This is all really important stuff, I think, for anybody who's trying to navigate the wellness space because there's so many things out there. And and if you're just trying everything, it's probably not as good as having a concentrated effort on the things that you actually need. And this can help you figure that out. Yeah, I mean, for everybody, until they kind of do this sort of thing, it's just it's just a big game of, you know, pin the t- tail on the donkey blindfolded. You're going to try everything and see what sticks. And to your point, you might spend years and never actually find out where you should be until you want to really, uh, you know, pigeonhole yourself in something that you should be doing. What's the, uh, before we break, what are the, uh, what are the costs to it? And what kind of, um, like, how's the process work? How do you get it done? Yeah. Yeah, so it starts by a phone call with me. We've got to determine that there's some usefulness in it for you and your health and your wellness. And then uh, it's it's a it's a saliva-based test that gets ordered. It's shipped directly to you. You you do the saliva sample. You send it out. It goes to a lab in Montreal at McGill University, um, and then a report is created. Uh, the cost for that process, in terms of uh, uh, figuring that out, is in the it's about five hundred and fifty dollars plus cool. the taxes. So yep. it's not you know it's not cheap by any by any stretch of the imagination. But again, the good thing here is your genomics don't change. So this is sort of a one time thing, and you'll know a lot about yourself. Love it. Let's take a short break. One last one before we get to the uh, the remainder of the show. That means it's the cue for you to call if you have questions and want to get it in now. Four one six. 870-6400. It's 11.45, so you still got some minutes. We'll continue Pinpoint Health Show right here, Global News Radio. Welcome back, Pinpoint Health Show. So I'm going to tell you, you got a few minutes to call in now, so uh, don't wait till the last second if you have concerns about your health. Uh, bring it on here, Dr. Lou, ready to answer. 416-870-6400. Info at pinpointhealth.ca and the website pinpointhealth.ca. Lots of uh, good information to be gleaned there. And uh, you'll also catch the Lou Down, the long-form podcast series with Dr. Lou as well. So, yeah, the genome testing, we talk about this, and it just sounds so absolutely fascinating. And, yeah, it's, you know, 500 bucks plus a little more for tax, whatever. This is uh, this this is something that's not going to change. It's your it's your genome. It's you got it for your entire life. And it's really a small price to pay when you think about what it could do to uh, to enlighten you and open up uh, things about your health you would otherwise never ever th- figure out on your own right unless you fluked it yeah absolutely and and listen this is completely you know it's it's available if you want it right this is not something that anyone has to do um and again it's not like you know it's it's the most important thing in the world but i just think sometimes our health takes an investment the 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 one of one of the things that i wanted to say before the break that on why knowing is so important and you sort of alluded to it 
the human psyche is one of like short term uh, reward, right? Where, where, you know, if you go on a diet and you don't see quick results, then you typically give up or you switch or whatever. Um, the nice thing about this stuff is it can give you the short term goal and it can eliminate, sorry, can eliminate the short term goal because once you know your genetics, you know, all it's going to take is that you stick with it. One of the things that often goes wrong in diet plans or exercise routines is that people stop and they typically will stop like you know at the two month mark and they think like oh i've been doing this for two months and i've seen very little results and what they don't realize is that they're coming they're like you're, you're just on the cusp of when it's all really going to start to happen and if you if you don't stick it out then of course it's gonna it's not gonna happen and and then you keep going back and forth and and yo-yoing be between these things it, it never consistency is the best thing when it comes to, to any type of health goal. If you're consistent with something, you're going to achieve what you want. And this can make you consistent. And this can help you determine what are the right combination of exercises, whether you should be more aerobic versus resistance training, the types of things you might need to supplement with, the types of things you should be eating. Uh, and that's that could be really, really important towards your overall health. Um, to sort of go, you know, I, I tried to make this show sort of, all of the cool novel not that word novel only became popular in 2020 but uh, all the novel things that we're doing being you know the performance and wellness center the genomics and finally uh prp injections which we've spent a lot of time over the years speaking about um and and it's still something that that we do that we offer um mm -hmm. thankfully now with some of the restrictions around covid easing up and the surgeons having time and being able to get back in we can get these things done for you. And we especially use this for people who have uh, knee osteoarthritis. So if you have arthritis in your knees and you're interested in some type of a management approach that can help control the swelling, the pain, uh, potentially delaying what might be an eventual knee replacement, uh, whatever it may be, if you just haven't been able to get that under control, the the scientific literature around prp injections for arthritic knees is really really good and clinically we see the same results that when people get this done um they they tend to do much better this is by no means a cure right like i'm very realistic with everything that i talk about it's not it's not a cure but can it help to control your pain and your level of swelling for a period of time yes absolutely and that could be a very very important thing for certain individuals and the the, the example that i'll often give on the show is the example of someone who you're trying to delay knee surgery anybody that has an arthritic knee that's seen their surgeon the surgeon is all has told them all the same thing delay this for as long as you can because you really want to try to get that knee surgery that knee replacement done only one time in your life and on average those pieces will last about 15 years which means half less la half will last will last last uh less than that and half will geez i couldn't get it out john and half will last more so this is really really important that people take that into consideration and if you could do things to buy yourself more and more time before you get there that's actually a good thing and that's probably what your surgeon has recommended and part of this plan could be a PRP injection. Um, it might, you know, that's one example. It might just be you're having knee pain and you haven't even had a conversation with somebody about 
um, you know, knee surgery or anything, and then we could take a look at it. And if we do find that it's the arthritis that's creating that pain, because that's what we've got to figure out first and foremost, uh, then this might be an option. And this is, again, a really good option. Uh, it's minimally invasive. It's done by knee surgeons so that that, you know, that level of of specification is as good as it can be and the other important thing here that i think a lot of people really want to understand is that this is simply your blood being drawn put through a centrifuge extracting the platelets from it which is the component of blood that you know has to do with anti-inflammatory properties and it's injected back so there's no foreign substance there's nothing there that isn't you and that's another thing we're using the powerful agents that exist in our bodies and putting them back and the reason why we're doing that is joints like the knee actually don't have very good blood supply and so they don't get the 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 effects of those platelets unless the platelet is somehow extracted and we can extract large amounts of it and inject that directly back into the knee um and, and that's really an amazing thing because it does a lot of amazing things because, you know, again, our bodies are designed to heal themselves and, uh, and, and we can take the natural things that help in our bodies and put it back in. That's where, you know, healthcare and medicine is moving. Uh, is, it's really to these approaches. And, you know, one of the things that will be coming down the line, uh, and it's available in some parts of the world already, not so much here, but stem cells. Um, and right, the same yeah. thing, those are your own cells being injected back into different areas of the body for different things. And this is really amazing because, um, you know, I think more and more people want to avoid medications or foreign substances. Uh, not that those are always bad, right? There's times and places for everything. But if we can do more to use more of the natural things that are uh, endogenous to our body, which means they're created in our body, I think that's that's a really good thing. And I think, that, you know, that what it does is it minimizes potential negative side effects. And that's what a lot of people want with this. Um, and so I think that would be another reason. So, you know, today's show, the theme of it has sort of been all of these new things, uh, these new in- innovation, uh, the new healthcare techniques and uh, things that are available. And, you know, a lot of these things aren't, you know, by any means brand new. They've been around for a long time, but they're just sort of starting to come to the forefront of everyday healthcare. Um, and if and, and Pinpoint Health is offering them. So, um, you know, feel free to give us a call. Uh, check out the website, whatever it may be, uh, to to find out more about any of these things, or give me a call one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U or info at pinpointhealth.ca. And reach out indeed to Dr. Lou. Call that number. Go to the uh, the website. You'll catch the Lou down as well, the long-form podcast, and take advantage of that uh, performance clinic as well. So all those things, one eight five 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 drlou Dr. Lou is a way to do that. We'll catch you next time. Pinpoint Health Show right here, Global News Radio. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.